from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is Cairo Nights with Jake Scorheim. Welcome to the show. What day is it? Is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Is it really only Tuesday? It's later in the week, doesn't it? It does feel like it's later yeah. in the week. Well, welcome just the same. It's Tuesday. It might be any day when you're listening on the podcast. I don't know when you're listening right now. It could be sometime in the future. It could be 100 years from now. I might be long dead. It was great back to- back at this time. You can read about it in the history books. We had a pandemic. It was crazy. It got everything wrong. Welcome to the show. Hope you guys are enjoying your day. I'm having a great day, and I hope that you guys are just as excited to see me as I am to see you. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 That's not very nice. I hope you're more excited than that. All right, we got a great show coming up for you. First thing we're going to get to, though, absolute first thing is I'm going to play you a trivia clip. Later in the show, at the top of the news roundup, which is the top of the next hour, I'm going to give you the answer for this. You're welcome to text me on the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line right now. Let me know if you know the answer. This is a really tough one, and most of you are not going to get this. And I'm not even doing this just to challenge you to text me. It's really tough. Matt, I would be very surprised if you got this. I hope you get this. I'd be surprised if you got it. Lisa, not a chance. She's not going to get this for sure. Um, But I'm going to play you a clip here. I'm not going to give you any context for the clip. I'm just going to play it. Your job is to text me and let me know if you know the answer. If you do, we are extra tight. Good friends. This is one of my favorite movies. It's great. It's a classic. And here it is. Don't cry! Hold it back! Let it turn to something else. (laughs) Just let it turn to something else, okay? Listen, listen. Don't cry. Don't you ever cry again as long as you live. As long as you live, never do it. You hear me? Oh, it's going to be tough. After last night's Braveheart, everybody was saying that I was giving you guys such low-hanging fruit. They needed a challenge. And so the gauntlet has been laid. Good luck to you guys. Matt, uh, by the look on your face, you're not there yet, right? You don't have I it? Am, yeah, I'm, I'm still thinking. I'm all still right. thinking. Think about it. You'll get it. I, I've, I have confidence in you. Or you won't. That's all right, too. It's often misplaced, but thank you. <laughs> all right, let's get to it. Uh, let's get to some new stories that we saw today that we're interested in. This one I found really fascinating. This is, all right, listen to this. Detectives are investigating cases of stalking with Apple AirTags. And where they're seeing this right now is also shocking. And it sounds very futuristic. AirTags, technology, creepy people, and it's all happening in Renton. So you might be asking yourself, what is an Apple AirTag? According to Apple's website, an AirTag is a super easy way to keep track of your stuff. Attach one to your keys, slip another in your backpack, and just like that, they're on your radar in the Find My app, where you can also track down your Apple devices and keep up with friends and family. What they don't include on their website is it's also a perfect vehicle for stocking, which is what they're doing in Renton. People are apparently, according to detectives in Renton, they're buying these little um, iTags. They're not called iTags. What are they called? AirTags. iTags is pretty good. Why don't they call it that? AirTags. And what the AirTag does is it hooks up to your phone, and just like the Find My iPhone app that somebody might use, you can then track whatever you're, whatever you put it on. And you can put it on anything. So people are putting these, unfortunately, creepy people, are putting them on like in the cars of their exes 
or they're putting them secretly in jacket pockets or backpacks, almost like spy movies or something like that, but just like creepy. And Renton police are saying, yeah, this is a problem. There's a couple of people that we've recently found that have these on them, and that's not a good thing. It's illegal. You're not allowed to track people without their knowledge. Uh, the Renton PIO, her name is Megan Black. She was talking about it. She said one case, to, she's talking to My Northwest, so you can check this out. There's a good article on it there. She says one case involves a domestic disturbance. Uh, where two people were involved in a relationship. The the air tag was attached to a vehicle, and it was discovered by the victim. These are only like the size of a quarter, so I don't know how they're finding these, but I can only imagine what would be going through your head if you found one of these strange little devices on your car. You might even think it's something from your car that just like fell off that you weren't supposed to find. But no, it is somebody tracking you and trying to find out where you are. In another case, and this one was weird, uh, they said that the other one was an employment situation, where a company had attached an air tag to the vehicle of a former employee in order to track them. I don't know why a company would do that for a former employee. Maybe they were worried about the employee's whereabouts or maybe the employee. I, I have just I have no idea. One of these cases, we don't know which one, one of these cases has been referred to uh, the King County Prosecutor's Office for stocking charges. And it's just a weird thing. So don't do this, you guys. If you're thinking about doing this, don't. Uh, their intention was pure, I think. I mean, I don't know this because it's a big tech thing. Their intention was probably not stalking. And it was originally made to maybe keep track of your kids. Like when I was a kid growing up, Matt, do you remember these? They had those ID bracelets. Yeah, yeah. Little metal totally. ID bracelets. Yep. Very cool. I always wanted one. My parents wouldn't get me one for some reason. I don't know if they know I wanted one, but they didn't get me one. They were not worried that I was going to get taken, I guess. So I didn't have one, but I was always jealous of the kids that did. I didn't know why they wore these cool little devices, which told people what their address was and what their blood type was. But uh, nowadays, what parents are doing is they're taking these little eye tags. You can buy little bracelets for your kid, and you can just attach these little bracelets like uh, uh, to your child. And then you can track your child. You can know that they're at their friend's house. You can know if they're at school. You can know if they're on their way back from school, whatever you want to do. I find that very appealing as a as a parent. I think that's a really cool invention, but you know, obviously it's being used for bad purposes. So apparently the suspects they're attaching these air tags to victims' vehicles and it's bad stuff. The suspects in each of these cases attached an air tag to the victim's vehicle in an attempt obviously to follow their movement. Apparently your iPhone will alert you in some cases that you're being tracked, which is a good thing. Your iPhone will actually alert you to the fact that there is an Apple AirTag tracking you. This also will work for Android phones. You do have to download an app in order for it to be detected there. And again, this is Megan Black. She's the uh, Renton Police Department PIO. She says, make no mistake, this is illegal. It is illegal for someone to track your movement and put a tracker in your vehicle, on your person, in a bag. So we definitely want people to call 911 and let us know that this is happening so that we can investigate it. And then she detailed again how easy these are to uh, stick on somebody's person. The Apple AirTags are about the size of a quarter. They're not very big and they can be attached anywhere. In a car, they can be thrown in a car, they can be put in a trunk, they can be attached somehow. So you might want to get rid of one of these if you find them on your person and you didn't buy it yourself. It's pretty easy to get rid of if you want to. You can just disable them by removing the battery. They're powered by a tiny little battery. You just unscrew the back and you twist it counterclockwise and you take off the back of the tracker and you're able to, to take the battery out. And then they can't track you anymore. But Renton Police Department, they did say if you find one of these, call the police. 
because they want to know if somebody's stalking you. And they're really easy to get. Apple sells them for $29 a piece. You can get four of them for $99. And, you know, they're everywhere. So be careful out there. The odd thing that I find about this is that it's illegal for a person to track you and to, you know, stalk your whereabouts and all these things. However, for a business, like I'm looking at my phone. I get I get little things from apps on my phone all the time. Do you mind if we track everything you're doing in every app that you own? No, of course not. Like why why would I allow somebody to track me all the time? But that's what they do. And they're tracking not just my movements, they're listening to me all the time. And they're and then they're trying to repackage that and to sell me things. So this is a really tricky gray area. I don't know why a big tech company can track you and can profit off it and make money off it, but some creep can't track you. I'm not saying that the creep should be able to track you. That's not my argument. My argument is that nobody should be able to track you. Tech companies, creeps, I'm against it all. All right, let's move. Actually, before we move on, we're going to talk to Kate Stone later in the show, and she's going to tell us all about it. She had this story. It's a great story. She's going to give us some tips on how to avoid this happening to you or how to watch out for it, and uh, it should be a good interview. So stay tuned for that. Now, let's move on. This one's kind of a fun story. It is political. It branches into political, but it's more just a fun, weird story that I saw on the news today. And it was covered everywhere. And because it's a political story, I feel like we should probably have the right music. Politics. All right, have you guys ever heard of a tiny little town called, this is a ridiculous name, I, I, it feels fake, but it's real. It's called Dixville Notch. Yes, yes, New Hampshire. Dixville Notch, Dixville Knox, New Hampshire. Dixville, New Hampshire. Knox, New Hampshire. Yes, New Hampshire. Um, I had not heard of this until yesterday. Did you know about this town, Matt? Uh, yeah, it's where they hold the primary, the first town they hold the New Hampshire primary in. All right, so you know everything. Matt just knows everything. <laughs> I try. I did not know any of this stuff. Apparently, they've kind of made their name because they hold the first primary every year, and that's what puts them on the map. And they hold the first vote every year in the primary, and they decide who they're going to vote for, you know, send their votes to. So Dixville Notch is a very, 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 very tiny little town. Actually, the name kind of reminds me of Gobbler's Knob from uh, 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 Groundhog Day, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, So, yeah, Dixville Notch, tiny little town. I had to look up what Dixville Notch was because, I again, I don't know anything about it. And according to my research, I could just ask Matt because he knows everything about it, but I'll read a little bit about it. It is an unincorporated, uh, it's an unincorporated community in Dixville Township, which is in Coos County, New Hampshire. The population of the township, uh, as, as of the 2020 census, was four people, but they have since uh, raised their numbers to six, which is actually really tremendous when you think about it. A 50% growth in the size of the town in just four years. That's amazing. Now, again, that's only two people. It's like one person every two years, so it's not massive, but it is growth, which is a good thing. But what they do is that as on midnight, on I guess last night at, at the stroke of midnight, they cast their vote. And because it's only six people, they all put it into a tiny little what looks like a suggestion box, and they're able to count their vote fairly quickly. And the reason they're able to do it so effectively, I think, is because they're all voting in person. I don't think that they're voting by mail in Dixville Notch, but apparently Nikki Haley did very well. She got all six of the votes. She just unanimously got all of the votes. CBS sent a reporter to this. This is a big deal. It was reported nationally all around the nation 
this is quite a coup for Dixville Notch because nobody else knows about them or cares about them, save for Matt, who knows everything about them. And But the whole world was seeing what Dixville Notch was doing. We are here in Dixville Notch, a small town in New Hampshire. This is, CBS, this is a CBS live report that they did from Dixville Notch. I'm sure. In charge of kickstarting the First Nation primary. And as you might start hearing soon, people here are in full-on celebratory mode because they say they already did their due diligence. They casted their ballot, and actually they casted their ballot for Nikki Haley. And you'll be able to see it right behind me, the final tally. Haley has six votes in. Now, why six? Six is the official count of registered voters in this town. Now, the process here went very seamless. Once the clock hit midnight, voters were able to go into the ballot box, cast their ballots, those ballots were tallied and the results were in within 10 minutes now 10 minutes to count six votes that seems generous i was able to speak to some of the voters after um the results came. is that an accordion i'm hearing in the background i think so yeah it's pretty good came out and they tell me that they feel hopeful and they're looking forward that, you know, as the day continues to progress, they can see other people from New Hampshire also cast their ballot for Nikki Haley. That's something that we'll have to continue to observe and see what happens across the state in this first in the nation primary. Cristina Gorujo, CBS News, Dixville Notch. Dixville Notch. Did you notice at the beginning there, did she say casted? I think so, yeah. Casted their, casted votes? their votes? They casted their ballot, and actually they casted their ballot she for said it Nikki twice, casted. Haley. I, I don't think that's correct. I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to be mean to this reporter, but cast is the past, sen- past tense of cast. You could just say cast. In fact, I don't think casted is a word. If you think casted, casted is a word, if I'm wrong about this, I'm wrong about a lot of stuff, hit me up on the text line, let me know. I don't think it's a word, though. Um, so that was this morning at midnight, or I guess 12.01 a.m. So... Uh, Nikki Haley got all six of those votes. It only took him 10 minutes to count them, which is, again, that's a long time to count six votes. But you want to make sure you get the count right. And you don't want anybody questioning whether or not that count was done legally. It sounds like it was all above board. Trump has gone on to win New Hampshire. So those six votes apparently didn't matter very much. Uh, Pretty much everybody called it for Trump uh, just a little bit ago. He did very well against Nikki Haley. I'm wondering how much longer Nikki Haley's going to hang around. And it's probably going to end up just being Trump. And Biden running this thing, and it's just going to be just like last time. But yeah, uh, this was in the tiny little town of Dixville Notch, a town that I won't hear of again for four more years, but it certainly did look like a lovely little town. And it's in New Hampshire. New Hampshire? All right. We have a ton of great stuff coming up on the show. Far too much to get into an opening segment like this. But I promise if you stick around with us, you're going to enjoy it. And do me a favor. If you get a chance... Wherever you get your podcast, go to Kyra Nights with Jake Scorheim, download the podcast, and it's a great thing. We're going to actually start doing a little extra stuff on there, too. We can't fit everything we want to into three hours, so we're going to start putting some extra stuff up there soon. You can also get a lot of extra great stuff on our social media pages. You can go to Kyra Nights with Jake Scorheim on the Facebook page. Um, you can go to Kyra Knight, or no, you can go to at Jake Scorheim on X or Twitter. And I think that's the same thing for Instagram, too. So check that out. We're always posting videos and extra fun stuff behind the scenes. So you might enjoy that. But as I mentioned, we got a lot of great stuff for tonight. Matt, what do we got? All right. On tonight's show, we've got the host of the Jason Rance Show, Jason Rance. The nominees are out for this year's Oscars, and we'll find out what he thinks of those nominations. 
Joining us later, Cairo News Radio's Kate Stone on the risk of Apple AirTags being used to stalk people and what you can do to protect yourself. All of that, plus the News Roundup, everyone's favorite, headed your way here on Cairo Nights with Jake Skorheim. You're listening to Cairo Nights with Jake Skorheim. Welcome back to Cairo Nights. I have Kate Stone, Cairo News Radio reporter, on with us now. Kate, thanks for coming on. Yes, anytime. All right, so you had a story, and people want to check this out. It's MyNorthwest.com. I found this fascinating because I didn't really know anything about this. I've heard about this in various news stories, but there's something really creepy about this. Pretty terrifying. And it's when technology and weirdos meet. Right. And it's with Apple AirTags. Yep. Can you tell us what an AirTag is? Absolutely. It's about the size, I would say a little bit larger than a quarter. Kind of looks like a big button. And what it does essentially is is it was a technology that was designed for good. It was designed for people like myself who are very forgetful. Oh, where did I put my keys or, you know, my luggage? If I'm on an airplane and it gets lost, I can use my phone, my Apple phone, to or even a Google phone or a Android phone to track it. And then I know where my item is that I have lost. So it seems like a pretty good idea in theory. So the technology for Find My iPhone can be applied to this tag. That's exactly what it does. And then like that can get it down to like a foot. So yeah. you lose your keys like I do. Yeah. And you go, oh, there they are. I lose my keys all the time. And they even like it even has a little thing that can make noise, yeah. right? Yep. And so yep. it'll literally like lead you there with a beep. Exactly. Okay, so that's genius. That's yes. a really good idea. It's a great idea. I have actually seen this. Uh, people will sometimes put this on kids. Like mm-hmm. when I was a kid, we used to use ID bracelets. Yeah. And kids used to have really fashionable, cool metal right. ID bracelets. They don't really do that anymore. Yeah. They just have these Apple tag bands yep. that they wear. Right. And it's just this technology. And parents can check in and be like, oh, yep. my kid's sitting in class. Yep. Or my kid's at his friend's house mm-hmm. or at the park or whatever. And here's the thing. They're cheap. They're only $30 each. Yeah. Or you can get a four-pack for $100. So they're really easy. They're really cheap. They were meant to help people out that, again, lose a lot of things or to keep track of things. Like, again, luggage on a plane. But know? like but like all good things, <sighs> good intentions. Used for evil. The road to hell is often paved with good I, intentions. It, yep. Turn Darth Vader on us. So yes, what, what are people doing with these air tags now? Well, people are using them to track people, uh, more specifically stalking. Yikes. Now, when these came out in 2021, again, they were meant for good things. And then almost a year later, Apple was getting flooded with complaints that people were using these to attach to other people's cars, purses, that kind of thing, and track their movements through it. And actually, two women in Northern California sued Apple over this because they had the tracking devices placed uh, on their items. And that is actually what Renton police said this week that they were dealing with two different cases of Apple AirTags being attached to vehicles to so, track people. So the the girls in California, they might have had like a jealous ex-boyfriend or something. Exactly. And so the boyfriends can just buy this Apple tag. And you don't have to team this up with that person's phone. Nope. You can just like stick it on somebody's bag and it will let you know on your phone, I guess. That's where the this understanding. Person is. Yeah. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. And now it's, it's happening in Renton. Yeah. And so one of them was a case just like you described. It was a domestic disturbance situation and one of the people placed an Apple AirTag on the other person's car. They discovered it and 
yeah, police obviously still investigating that one. They said one of the two cases had been forwarded to the King County Prosecutor's Office. They didn't specify which one. The other case, which they didn't have a ton of details on, but I will admit was quite interesting, was apparently a case of an employer using an air tag to track an employee or a former employee. Why? Uh, <laughs> Why would you want to track a, a former employee? A great question. Hoping to get a follow-up from Renton Police on that. But yeah, definitely piqued my interest. But yeah, in both of those cases, it prompted the police to kind of send out an alert about this. Because as I mentioned with the case in Northern California, Apple was getting a lot of complaints about this. So they actually teamed up with Google to kind of tweak the AirTag technology so that people could more easily track AirTags that did not belong to them. Hmm. So previously, that didn't really exist, but Apple updated their Find My iPhone and location services so that when you turn it on, it will actually alert you to AirTags in your vicinity, whether or not they're compatible with your software. And initially, there were complaints because Google didn't have that option uh, if you had an Android phone, but they've now developed an app, and I have links to this on the My Northwest article. Uh, you can download an app and find the AirTags the same way. And so they're trying to up the security on these sorts of things to prevent this from happening in the future. But it is illegal. It is considered stalking. And rented police say you should definitely report it to your local law enforcement if it happens to you. What's so bizarre about this is tech companies are usually pretty smart about down the stream things. Yeah. And like, you know. like downstream consequences. And I'm just surprised they didn't foresee this little tag that they're inventing saying like, oh, find your keys or make sure your kid's in school or stalkers, you know, like it's it's just, it's the perfect stalker weapon. And so it's very strange that that a massive tech company like Apple didn't foresee this. I mean, it can be, but also I just noticed not too long ago that I was still sharing my location with my ex-boyfriend from like a year ago. Sometimes you just forget. Do you think he checks? Like, is there any way to tell if he checks it? No, there isn't. They can just check in anytime. There's no way to see. Yeah, so definitely go in, make sure you're checking your Find My iPhone and location services because... You might not know. What's what's bizarre about this, too, is that people are just, like, these are the cases that we know of and people right. finding these. But like you said, they're the size of a quarter. Right. And so the odds that there's a, I mean, I'm sure that there must mm-hmm. be a bunch of these out there that nobody knows are carrying around with yeah. them. And like in the movies, this used to be spy technology. Somebody would slip a little thing into the exactly. bottom of a purse or slide it, like sew it into the bottom of a, know, some sort of apparel right. or something. And now this is just something you can buy for 30 bucks mm-hmm. over the counter. Nobody's going to look at you weird at Apple. They're going to go, oh, okay, this is cool. But you might be a creepy stalker. Exactly. What a weird thing. Yeah. So if uh, if somebody has one of these and mm-hmm. they uh, find it, what are they supposed to do? Well, definitely contact local law enforcement because if it's not yours and it's not consensual, then it definitely would count as uh, stalking. Is there a way that they're able to like hack into the thing and find out who's tracking it? Do they know, know that yet? That's that's a, that's a good question. I I don't know since I'm not part of the law enforcement, but that that's a good question to ask. I don't imagine they probably can. That seems like a tough technology. I mean, it's possible to trace. I mean, they all have serial numbers, so it's possible to trace back to like who actually bought it. Yeah. Um, but 
I can say that they all Renton police also mentioned that if you want to fully dismantle it, you can twist off the back of the air tag and uh, disable it that way. So oh, because it must have a power source. Yes. And yeah. so is it just a little battery or something like that? It's a battery. Yeah. yeah. I don't actually have one myself. But not that you know of. Not that I know of. Look but on I'm your def- person. I'm you gonna might. go check right now. Yeah. Yeah. Next boyfriend of yours. Oh, I'm sure boy. he's a nice guy, but he is. Uh, yeah. I mean, like he's I, probably not tracking it's not you. Not like he showed up where I was or anything. Well, you were voluntarily letting him track you. I didn't realize it. Yeah. You forget. You I forget. have some of my friends that are following my location. You just you turn it on and it's like, well, you know, and then you just you, don't think of it. Yeah. You don't think about it. You know what's strange, though? We let companies, like massive companies, track us everywhere we go. Mm -hmm. Now, for people, we find this to be creepy and illegal, but massive companies are tracking us at all times. And they're not only tracking us, they're like trying to figure out how to sell us things at all times. My phone right now is listening to me. As we're sitting here in this booth doing this interview right now, my phone is listening to me. And you know what I'm saying? I'm, I guarantee you in the next couple of days- Probably give you ads for Apple AirTags. I will get emails about Apple AirTags. And they're going to say, here, uh, have you heard about these? It's a great deal. Now, to leave it on an optimistic note, I will say the sharing my location, I've done that with girlfriends when I go on dates or something like that. That's smart. And they are able to make sure that I am where I say I am. So, you know, we talked about this technology being used for evil. It can also be used for good. Which is what they probably intended the originally. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kate Stone, thank you so much. We appreciate it. All right, we got a lot more coming up on the show. Stick around. We're going to be right back here on Cowboy Nights. You're listening to Cairo Nights with Jake Scorheim. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jake Scorheim, your host. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. I wanted to play you some audio. Uh, let's see. I want to give you one more chance at this, too. Uh, we have this trivia clip we're going to be doing at the top of the news roundup. I want to make sure that you guys have ample opportunity to try to get the right answer. Uh, a few of you have gotten it in the text line, 888 But this is kind of a deep cut, so good luck. Don't cry! Hold it back! Let it turn to something else. <laughs> Just let it turn to something else, okay? Listen, listen. Don't cry. Don't you ever cry again. As long as you live. As long as you live, never do it. You hear me? All right. There's your clip. Good luck. News Roundup. I'm going to give it to you in about... 12, 13 minutes. You can get the answer if you can't get it on the text line. All right. I want to play you this quick audio clip. CNN reporter Laura Coates, she was talking to Vice President Kamala Harris, and she was asking her almost in a, I mean, she's obviously very impressed with Kamala Harris and almost to a point where it sounds like she's almost getting like emotional talking about it. She asked Harris, she says, hey, a lot of people are saying that a vote for Biden is really a vote for you because Biden's so old. And a lot of people realize that when you get past a certain age, you know, time is guaranteed to none of us. None of us know how many days we have left on this earth. And especially when you're 81 years old, you just don't know how much time you have left. So President Biden, he's pretty old now. And so she's asking Vice President Kamala Harris, is it offensive to you that people seem to be using that as an insult or as a way to be critical of you that they're saying a vote for Biden is a vote for Kamala? Let me ask you one more question. I'm struck just in your presence. The 
I was watching you on stage, watching the. Wouldn't that be nice if somebody said that about you, Matt, or like me? If somebody just comes up to us and says, "I am struck just being in your presence." Yes, that's, that's how a, big of a fan yeah, I am. That's a goal. I'm yes. Struck of being in your presence. Reactions from the crowd, mm-hmm. looking you in the eye with your passion that you are displaying and talking about so many issues, and yet you hear candidates suggesting that a vote for President Biden because of his age is somehow a vote for you, and that is hurled as an insult. It's intended to demonstrate some negative viewpoint towards you. I, I wonder, I'm going to pause it real fast right here. I wonder if it's, I mean, she's she's framing it as if it is a, uh, if it's an insult to Kamala Harris. I do wonder, though, if what they're really saying is, should we be electing a candidate that we're so worried about whether or not he's going to survive the presidency just because of his age, that we need to be focusing on the vice president because that's the person who will likely end up finishing the job. I mean, and that's not just on the Democrat side either. I mean, Trump is now the main guy. He's the GOP candidate. He beat Nikki Haley today in New Hampshire. He's going to be the uh, Republican candidate for president when, you know, when you are voting in November, when it says vote for president and you have those two choices, it's going to be Biden and Trump unless something horrible happens to either one of them age-wise between now and then, but that's, you know, unlikely to happen. So it's going to be those two guys. So they're both, one of them's over 80, one of them's near 80, and then you have the VPs. We don't know who Trump's VP is going to be yet, but that's a huge part of why we, you know, why we scrutinize the VP. Um, so this is, again, this is uh, continuing on here. This is the reporter asking Kamala Harris about that. Capable. Well, I, I think that... Um most women who have risen in their profession, who are leaders in their profession, have had similar experiences. Mm. Um, I was the first woman to be elected district attorney. I was the first woman to be elected attorney general of the state of California. And I'm the first woman to be vice president. And I love my job. <laughs> I, I do think it is fair to scrutinize the vice president's And I think probably what people are noticing about Kamala Harris is she does have a tendency. I don't know if this is a, a, you know, I don't know if this is necessarily a huge weakness, but people do seem to latch on to it when she's speaking, uh, you know, just extemporaneously in in either a speech or a question session. When people are asking her questions, she does at times have the ability to ramble on and then it kind of gets confusing. Here's a clip about her talking about moments in time, which... It takes a little deciphering. So I think it's very important, as you have heard from so many incredible leaders, for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present, and to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but the future. Not only the past, but the future. Here she's talking about Jamaica. They were giving some, uh, you know, talking about sending some aid to Jamaica right after the pandemic. For Jamaica, one of the issues that has been presented as an issue that is economic in the way of its impact has been the pandemic. 
So to that end, we are announcing today also that we will assist Jamaica in COVID recovery um, by assisting in terms of the recovery efforts in Jamaica that have been essential to, I believe, what is necessary to strengthen not only uh, the, the, the issue of public health, but also the economy. And then here's a, a cut that gets played a lot. This is her talking about the importance of culture. Culture is, it is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? And, and, and present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. And, and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment that is a reflection of joy because, you know, it comes in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I understand what any of those clips mean, uh, but it is interesting. She could be the next president of the United States. Who knows? And who knows who Trump's VP is going to be? We're still waiting on that. We will see. All right, we got a lot more coming up. We're going to give you the answer to that trivia clip coming up next and we got the news roundup, which everybody loves. So hang on for that. We're going to be right back here on Cairo Nights.